This is Igris, and we are continuing in our new volume, volume 29, Chaf Tess from the year Tavshin Lamedalid, exactly 50 years ago, with uh, with some disappointment. There's some disappointment at how relevant some of these letters are now. The Rebbe spends a considerable amount of time addressing the Yom Kippur War in this volume, and unfortunately, we are reading it 50 years later and seeing just how clearly a lot of what is said here applies to the current war in Israel, which began on Simchas Terah. May everyone there be safe and be granted miraculous Nitzachin. Amen. Yesterday, we talked about how our modern soldiers are engaged in a Melchemist mitzvah, at the very least a war that is a mitzvah, and therefore, regardless of religiosity, they do enjoy the benefits of this that are discussed in Rambam. We saw four major blessings that come to every single soldier fighting for a mitzvah and fighting in Eretz Yisrael right now to defend the Jewish people. That included a protection from harm, guarantee of a legacy of children and grandchildren, a bias nemem Yisrael, and a Haba. Incredible blessings come to our soldiers, whether they are religious or not, as the Rebbe defends at length in the letters that we saw yesterday. But this doesn't mean that soldiers aren't expected to adhere to Torah mitzvahs, however possible, while they are at war. And in this letter, in the letters that we're going to look at today, the Rebbe sometimes quite harshly uh, reminds soldiers that being on active duty does not exempt them from Yiddishkeit. And other Rebbe, uh, soldiers to the contrary, soldiers need to be more careful with Torah mitzvahs than anybody else and are more capable of being careful about Torah mitzvahs than anybody else, as the Rebbe proves at length in some of these letters. So without further ado, today's letter is from exactly 50 years ago. And the Rebbe says the following. Shalom v'bracha l'mayin l'mechtabi. The Rebbe writes, Yihir ratzin, Eshe bekadav mamish yivasir tev, betev anirav anigla b'cholin yen v'shikesef. It should be God's will that very soon we should hear good news in a revealed way for all the things that you're writing about. Uvinin ha'ikari sh'yimali ha'shem yisparach b'ra'elim manhigai m'shalas l'vavil l'ev kalechad v'echad l'teva. Specifically, that God should fulfill, that is the creator of the world and the one who runs the world should fulfill all of the desires of your heart and the heart of all of those, of every single person for good. In the language of his Torah, the Torah of life, and also the Torah of truth. There should be peace in the land. And you'll rest, and there will be nobody there to uh, to uh, cause fear in you. I guess macharid is like to cause charada. And a sword will not pass in your land. I'll put my dwelling among you. I'll be your God, and you'll be my nation. You'll be to me a nation. And you will walk, you will go upright. This is in Parshas Bechukesai. These are brachas of peace in the land. Great is the merit of every single person who defends our land, our holy land, and our nation, our holy nation, and every single person, I'm sorry, our holy nation, which lives there. Hadarba. So that is, great is the merit of every single person who protects our holy land, and all those who protect the holy nation who lives there. This part of the letter, I have no explanation for it. It's just wild. The Rebbe says, this this hurries, this hastens the fulfillment of the bracha, but in the best way. In the best way. The best way to fulfill this bracha is through the people who are currently defending Eretz Yisrael, through the soldiers. That the soldiers are fulfilling, are the main fulfillments of the bracha, Nasati Shalom as it says in the Pasuk, where do you find God? Walking in the camps of soldiers. God walks, God goes, walks in the midst of your camp, your war camp. To save you, and to give your enemies before you. And you should make your camp holy. As in Parshas Kiseite. Specifically through great Trust in Hashem, who is the mikveh Yisrael, and is also the one who saves them. Nobody should be afraid, no one should be scared. The Rebbe is now speaking like the Kayan HaMashuach HaMelchama. He's talking to soldiers and telling them, just like the Kayan used to before they would go out to war, don't be afraid. 
don't be afraid in all the different ways they will make you afraid. See Rambam and Hilchus Malachim. The Rebbe puts the source there. Be'arichus, that soldiers are not allowed to be afraid because they trust in Hashem and Hashem will help them. And now the Rebbe gives them some practical advice. Although actually all of that was practical advice. Some practical advice and practical mitzvahs. As we spoke about many times, the great segula for protection during times of war is mitzvahs tefillin. Tefillin shel yad, keneged alev, tefillin shel resh. The point of a mitzvah is that it takes your heart, it's mishabed it, it makes it, sub, it makes it subdued relative to the mind, so the mind should be able to control the heart, and that the head should then focus the heart toward the mitzvah mitzvahs, the one who commands the mitzvahs, uh, and specifically the mitzvahs of tefillin. This will bring down a brach of Hashem and all the things that they do with their hands, and also what they do with their minds, in their heads. Specifically, when it comes to those involved in war, it will give them victory at war. And you will find this in the rush. I didn't know that, but apparently we'll find this in the rush, going all the way back there, that war victory comes from wearing tefillin. For success and good news and all of the things we mentioned, within health and within joy and the Rebbe's signature. There's obviously a million things we can pull out of this letter, and I'm not promising that I won't come back to the letter again tomorrow. <clears throat> but I do want to talk about a prat here, which is, The Rebbe does not include part of the Pasuk in here. Part of the Pasuk is that if they don't keep mitzvahs, that if the Yidin, when they're at war, are not keeping mitzvahs carefully enough, that there's going to be a defeat, God forbid. So uh, in the Pasuk, the Pasuk is very clear that when they keep mitzvahs at war, they will have victory. And if not, chas v'shalom not. What I want to point out that's really interesting, and I looked very carefully, please, if you find an exception to this rule, let me know. I searched and searched and searched. I don't find anything after the Yom Kippur War where the Rebbe ever mentions the second half of that Pasuk. It's not in Sichas, it's not in letters. The idea that if people don't keep mitzvahs, they'll get hurt doesn't, God forbid, does not get mentioned again in letters, but it's mentioned a lot in letters before the Yom Kippur War. In most of the Rebbe's letters to soldiers, he specifically holds that over their heads and says, do mitzvahs or else bad things might happen. And he never does that again after the Yom Kippur War, as far as I can tell. I want to show you some of those letters where the Rebbe both encourages soldiers to keep mitzvahs and also tells them that if they don't, it could be a problem. I want to point out that I I don't think this, I, I think this the Rebbe doesn't, doesn't mention this again after the Chafs, really. So this is, these are early letters. So we have some things of value in here anyway, but that particular prop that you're going to see in some of these letters, this negative side, the Rebbe does not say it after the uh, after the chups. Not that I could find. Okay. Here the Rebbe is writing to a soldier who told him that he doesn't think he can keep Tarah Mitzvahs because he's at war. He goes, I, I, I'm a soldier. I'm busy. I have things I have to do. I can't be keeping Tarah Mitzvahs. The Rebbe says, impossible. So this letter is Igris, volume 16, page 327, where the Rebbe encourages soldiers to keep Mitzvahs even when it's difficult. The Rebbe writes, That is, it is my great hope that you will, it is my hope, says the Rebbe, that you will not only be Mahadir in Mitzvahs, that is, you'll do Hidr, you'll go, you'll go above and beyond in your Mitzvahs while, uh, while a soldier, you'll also affect your friends and help them do mitzvahs. It's not like those who make the astounding error that because they're found in the military, they're un- they're not able to keep terror and mitzvahs. That's an astounding error, says the Rebbe. This is one of the strategies of the Yitzhahara. It tries to trap people into its rishos. The terror is full of the fact that it is, in fact, the opposite. 
The people need to be keeping Torah and Mitzvahs the very most are soldiers who find themselves at war. This doesn't just protect the individual doing the Mitzvah. When one soldier in a battalion does a Mitzvah, it protects the entire battalion. It protects the entire military. It protects the entire country. It's not just about the individual. This guy puts on tefillin, he'll be saved. This guy puts on tefillin, the whole military gets saved. That's the passage we quoted earlier. God walks in the camp of battle and he protects us. There shouldn't be any Avedas in the camp. And that would cause God to leave from, leave from you. Uh, God forbid. This shows that there can only be success when God is walking in the midst of the camp. See, you see a lot of a, this is a negativity. It's not negativity. It's from the Rebbe. It's always positive. But this is a sort of a, a, a stick instead of a carrot that you just don't see in later letters. This could cause the opposite outcome, God forbid, says the Rebbe. If somebody is, if, if there is a chalishus in mitzvahs in these camps. If you do find that it's difficult as a soldier to keep tearing mitzvahs, it's my sincere hope that when you turn to the Rav of the army, this is of course talking in Israel, where they have a Rav of the entire army, they'll be able to arrange things. This of course applies to the entire army. Nothing can stand in front of Ratzin. So what the Rebbe is saying here is that it is especially important for soldiers to keep terror and mitzvahs. The idea that soldiers can't because they're at war seems to contradict the Torah. The Torah says that people at war are able to keep terror and mitzvahs. Obviously, I guess we do have to say this very clearly, although it shouldn't be necessary to say. This doesn't apply when it is a mitzvah not to keep mitzvahs, right? There are situations like over Yom Tov or over Shabbos where soldiers need to go fight. Uh, we're not talking about that at all. We're talking about the idea that a soldier will be will be unable to put on tefillin, will be unable to keep mitzvahs because they are soldiers, is something that seems to contradict the Torah itself. The Torah tells us that God will walk in your camp and that the, the God's right there right now. Holiness is accessible to them and protects them. I think there's something in here for those of us who are not soldiers too, which is that we need to be encouraging mitzvahs among the soldiers. Of course, those in Eretz Israel need to do this, and we need to do it remotely, however possible. I'm not sure exactly how Americans right now can be encouraging terror and mitzvahs among soldiers, but it seems that this is a top priority of the Rebbe for protecting them, and I'm certain that it's more valuable than refreshing my feed repeatedly. So uh, definitely something to keep in mind. Let's look at a couple other letters that have a similar idea. This is a letter from Tavshin Yudches. The letter is Vav Kufnun Dalid. So this person writes to the Rebbe, and he says in this first line that he's worried. The Rebbe says, you wrote to me that you're worried. You're surrounded by people who are not from because you're in the military. In the military, there aren't a lot of from people. You're afraid that it's going to affect you negatively. And the Rebbe does not buy it. The Rebbe says, don't be afford of your don't be afraid of your non-religious uh, comrades in arms. And he moved on. I share other application him to who but it's the opposite. Since you're in the army, increasing mitzvahs, increasing carefulness with mitzvahs is required of those who are in the military who find themselves in a situation of war. They need to keep mitzvahs even more than those who do not. This is not just going to help you, it's going to help the entire tzavah. There's another Yusayed we're seeing in several letters from the Rebbe now, that when a soldier does a mitzvah, it protects the entire military, not just that soldier. As it says, once again, you have that you just don't see in later letters. 
Since God is demanding this of them, certainly it's something that can be fulfilled. Connect to Chabad and try to increase in Tehran. The Rebbe says he's giving him advice. He's telling him that he needs to learn to say, tell him every day that he should daven every morning. He should daven every morning and afterwards say, tell him. The Rebbe gives him some practical advice on how to keep more Tehran Mitzvahs while he's in the military. We see here, and this you do see in future letters, although we don't see that negative piece at the end where the Rebbe says what might happen if they don't keep mitzvahs chas We do see all the way through Igris, the theme that the Rebbe is telling soldiers that not only can they keep Tehran mitzvahs while they are soldiers, they should be keeping it more carefully than everybody else because it protects everybody. This is from, this is in volume Yud Ches, and the letter is Vav Tav Kuf Ayan, and the year is Tav Shin Yud Tes. The Rebbe writes here, I've already said a bunch of times, I've already told many people who are in your situation, that is a situation of war, a situation of military, a situation of being in the army. Every single Jew, of course, needs to accept the yoke of heaven and the yoke of mitzvahs. This applies even more to those who are in the military. They have a specific commandment about this. They have an additional mitzvah that nobody else has. I'm not at war right now, so I don't have the mitzvah they have that mitzvah uniquely so a soldier has one mitzvah that nobody else has that is to keep their camp holy and how they act has an effect on the security of the entire military he goes and says the psukim we've read already since you learned, since based on your letter, you did previously learn Bavar in Yeshiva, you used to learn in Yeshivas. Since you are a Yeshiva student, he says to Yeshiva students who find themselves in the military, it is therefore their job to explain this to everybody else in the military and help them understand that it is specifically their responsibility to increase in Terranimitsis for their own safety, for the safety of everybody else, more than they did before they were in a situation of war, a situation of military. Okay, that's it for now. I just I just wonder if you have any any interpretation into the change in the Rebbe's lashon from from before Yom Kippur to after. Like it's such it's, it's such an obvious shift because in the letters afterwards, um, he still quotes the pasuk and he cuts off the end, and that's something that up until then he was. And you see in these prior letters, a lot of them he's being pretty harsh. He puts in things like bim lav harizem. Yeah. He's very explicit. The Rebbe wanted them to know in early years that if they didn't keep Tara mitzvahs, they were going to get hurt. And that's what it says in these. Yeah, letters. the first, the first one was even the first one was like, like, like very strong as well. The first letter yeah. that you showed like was very, was very strong. The Rebbe said very strongly that uh, not this one, the other one, the the, the first one of this part where you know, very Rebbe basically says if you don't, if you're not, uh, if you're not going to follow, who knows what could happen to you? I don't know. Uh, one possibility is that the Rebbe always knows who he's talking to. You know, uh, it could be that as generations change, the Rebbe realizes that's not an effective message. Uh, it could be that something actually changed, changed, and that I don't understand the spirituality, and that there was, that was no longer the matzav that they were that they were at risk if they didn't. I, I I don't know. I don't know. The important thing I think for us is that uh that we have to be careful. You know, one of the major pitfalls of letters is that if you pull out a letter, you might think you have the Rebbe's whole sheet, but in fact he's writing to a place and a time. Uh, noticing that after a certain year, the Rebbe never used this lashon again, I think is a a sort of a red flag for us that this is not a piece of the Rebbe's lashon to use right now because I didn't find it after uh, I didn't find it at all in the past. 50 years. So uh, while that is something that Rebbe once said, it's not something that Rebbe continued to say. This is something that Rebbe continued to say, that soldiers need to be extra sure. careful in mitzvahs, they need to strengthen the mitzvahs, that when they that when they do that, they're protected. That the Rebbe says all the way down, but that when they don't, they're not. I don't think it belongs in our lexicon because the Rebbe stopped saying it.